Inside Nigeria, keeping you informed on what matters. Good morning, viewers out there. This is Inside Nigeria, Thursday, August 19th edition. And of course, as usual, I'm your regular host. My name is Bode Badibo. I am not alone today. I'm with my co-host, Winifred Ogedo. Good morning and welcome to Inside Nigeria. It's a beautiful day and stay tuned for what we have for you on the program. Thank you. All right. It's still Inside Nigeria and today we are being joined by a journalist and an Abuja-based public affairs analyst, Mr. Jibril Baba in Dachi. Mr. Jibril, yes. welcome to Inside Nigeria. Thank you, Bode. It's my pleasure to be here. Thank you. It's a pleasure to have you this uh, morning and as usual, we'll be starting with leadership, the first paper on our money today. Leadership is Nigeria's most influential newspaper. On the front page of leadership this morning, Petroleum Industry Act, experts fault federal government 12 month implementation plan. Petroleum Industry Act 2021, experts fault federal government's 12 month implementation plan. Mr. Ndache just yesterday, the president uh, started the process of implementing the new petroleum industry law. Yes, um, I, I think this is, is very commendable. But let me start from the point you made that um, expert criticized. Yeah, yes, experts are expected to criticize. <laughs> um, I always um, take criticism from the point of literary uh, uh, criticism. A poem has to exist before a critic can critique it. Something has to exist. And I think that all of us as Nigerians must commend the effort of this, the President and Commander-in-Chief and all the stakeholders, the National Assembly and others. Because one of the major challenges of this country at national, state, and local government level is inconsistency in policy. Um, PIB, as we all know, in the last over one decade, we have been going back and forth. Yes. And that has been on several national issues, which um, Bode and our editor, if you go back as a journalist, what you have written in the past 10 years, 15 years for senior colleagues like uh, the editor and all of that, you, you see that uh, Nigerians sometimes move chance one step forward and move chance step back. So I think this is commendable. And I think that I'm also happy that a lot of experts and stakeholders also show interest to make the 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 the, the PIB um, signed by the president better. The president is not perfect. No administration is perfect. Uh, every government is working progress. So, I think that this is something that we must comment, especially like the president noted. This is the mainstay of our economy. You know, we need to derive maximum benefit. Uh, uh, from it as it is. Nigerians have not been getting the maximum benefit. You look at the area of gas flaring. I mean, a country like Nigeria should not be in need or in want of gas when it has it wasting every day. So whatever the shortcoming, of course, that expert you see this morning and even issues of host community and all that, that, that these are genuine concerns. And our appeal also to all the stakeholders, particularly the government, to continuously engage this is just first step. And one of the most important steps must be engagement of all stakeholders at all level. You know, who are these traditional institutions, other youth organizations, other stakeholders of explaining. In democracy, explanation is the oil that drives a democracy. People have the right to question every 
policy or program of government. So those in government should also not see it as if uh, people are trying to no, they have people have the right to criticize them, but we must accept and commend the president and commander in chief for the political will, you know, to boldly, you know, go forward and take a decision. Because yes, just like um, our, our elder statesman said recently when he was asked on his birthday, General Babangida said, you know, taking a decision, even if it's a wrong one, is better than not taking decisions at all. And even your own house, you don't take decisions and think that everybody will like it. Even husband and wife, sometimes there should there will be disagreement based on decisions are taken. What is important is that this decision, are you convinced that it's a call for the collective interest of Nigeria? I think this is the way I think we should uh, look at it, but we must continually continue to interrogate it, look at it, to make it better. But government have a responsibility to continue to engage. And I mean it, this is very important aspect. Relevant stakeholders, especially the host community, so that those who feel that they are not convinced enough, mm. you know, so is the responsibility of government to convince them, because it's a democracy. Yes. Your government must engage, I, I hope. And when we talk about this, I always say, this is not the responsibility of the president and commander in chief. There are other stakeholders who should take it from where the president have taken it? Members of the National Assembly, other stakeholders who meant well for this country, must continue to engage, identify various groups from the, from the host community that has come out. Indeed, use some of these members who, 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 who feel aggrieved, but you know that it's not in personal, to talk to other uh, aggrieved people to say, look, please, this is this three percent for now please take it this is in our own collective interest let us uh, start let this be a starting point so that you don't just wave them away i think that is important you are really right because um they said that there's no perfect law anywhere in the world so in the process you have to fine-tune the law and try to make it um, what everybody wants thank you so much for that uh, input and i think this one argument mm -hmm. one deep argument from him i have not had since we started the discussion on the PIB, mm -hmm. that we should not throw away the baby mm -hmm. and the bad water. Mm -hmm. That's why the around mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. Mr. one other story on the front page of leadership I would like you to comment is our second and most important story on the front page, mm -hmm. which is about the terrorist group called ISWA. ISWA sat top leaders over mass surrender of terrorists to Nigerian mm -hmm. uh, troops. ISWA sat top leaders over mass surrender of terrorists to Nigerian uh, uh, troops. So there have been arguments back and forth as to whether we should even take these people with our open arms or we should punish them for their crimes against the state. You what see, you, you see, you see, Bode, you know me. I don't talk about what I don't know. Um, and I think that we have a responsibility as citizens. When things happen, mm. if you are not informed about it, get those who are both exactly. informed of it. Exactly. Like, all over the world, look at it. Even wars that are fought between states and one state or, or, or among states, mm. you know, for one country or the other, what happened at a certain point? Surrender. Second World War, uh, First World War, Second World War. Didn't uh, 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 German troops, didn't they surrender? Didn't some of them surrender? And when you talk about uh, uh, issues of terrorism and insurgency all over the world, mm. even countries that have fought terrorism for years before our own uh, Tamar Tiger and all of that. At a certain point, where they are not, didn't they come to the table with the, with, with, the, with the leadership and all of that? So I think that 
And again, another point, a lot of Nigerians just see the surrender. These things don't happen in a vacuum. Some of the things that I know that led to this surrender, I'm not going to say it here because they remain classified. They are not happening in a vacuum. One, there is battle fatigue among uh, the terrorists. Two, there is continuous and consistent firepower on the air and the ground, which is continuously breaking the power and the, the, the hold of the, the terrorists. Thirdly, there have been a lot of work that has been done from the back channel within even the countries that are allied countries, Cameroon, Chad, Niger, Benin Republic. And let me also tell you, even the appointment of the former Soviet chief that was criticized by Nigeria, it was not done in a vacuum. It was done as a result of the president rethinking of our geopolitics, the need to get a hold, you know, and understand that, look, your experience, we need to end this war once and for all, and therefore you need to be a boot on the ground, you know, talking directly to some of these countries. So these things are not happening in, 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 in a vacuum. They didn't just surrender like that. One, their, their group have been infiltrated. Certainly, uh, you see the takeoff of Abaka uh, Shekau. You see the commander as it is now, both the Heiswap and Boko Haram are in this array. And above all, you can see that their, their, their logistic channel have been uh, blocked consistently. So we, these things are not, Nigerians should not just feel that these people just wake up. Why didn't they do it yesterday? Why didn't they do it the day before yesterday? This is a continuous process that is yielding results. And I think that there's one thing I have observed with some of us in Nigeria. When Nigerians do something, we don't celebrate them. If it is the Western troop, whether US troop or uh, World Probe, you see all of them, all Nigeria will go on social media and all of that. Look, nobody will come and solve our problem for us. We are the one to solve it ourselves. Uh, continuously, you can see the language of the chief of army staff. You can see the synergy among the service chief. He said, look, we surrender. If you don't surrender wherever you are, we are going to smoke you out. And look, there is no mercy. It is God. You, they are not there to give you mercy. It is yeah, you go and tell. Uh, so, so they are coming out. Let's not discourage this coming out. What do we want, Bode? Editor, what do we want? We want the war to end. Yes, exactly. But uh, there's another angle to it. You know, many groups are calling for their prosecution. Even the Arawak Consultative uh, Forum mm -hmm. has also joined the free calling for this pro their prosecution. There is nothing. There is nothing is? bad about all the group calling for this prosecution. It's not that when they just come, they just, just clap, uh, people just say, you are welcome, <laughs> and people have gone a party. These are criminals. They are criminals. There is no name to call it. There is no ethnicity, religion, or any identity to look at them. These are criminals. But whatever it is, even in war, there is international rules guiding war. There is international best practices. We, you don't just say somebody you are fighting. I say I've surrendered. He raises a white flag and then you shoot the person. Yeah. You are worse than the criminal. That is what the law says. But we are saying that the law must take his threat to But first, let us commend this effort. Let's work together. Let's support uh, our troops. Let's commend them for what they are doing. Let's not keep on, on social media condemning, saying this is bad. Who will come and solve our problem for us? We are talking. U.S. have been in, in Afghanistan for 20 years. I have said this several when Nigeria talks. And that is not the first. In fact, in the last 50 years, U.S. experts have argued that 
America have never won any asymmetric warfare, including uh, 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 Taliban, with the Taliban. And a lot of us have predicted that it should go this way. So let's commend our security forces, let's commend the governor of the state and all the other stakeholders, like I said, these things, the surrender is not happening in a vacuum. You can see what ISWAP is uh, trying all its effort to show that it's still in control, but as it is today, they have been decimated to a level that they are almost helpless. And the ones that are taking this decision, they know that is the best decision for them because there is no mercy. And I'm one apostle of those who say that you shouldn't give mercy to all criminals, whatever, whatever religion they belong. They don't represent any religion. They don't represent anything. And I also, I also argue and also request our stakeholders when criminals commit crime. Let's not ethnicize it. Let's not religiousize it. They are not there on behalf of any religion. They are not there on behalf of any religion. I'm talking about kidnappers and, and all of that. The way they, the security forces are dealing with, uh, with, with, with the terror, that's the way they are dealing with bandits and kidnappers. It's just that it takes time. They are already rooted over the year and they have support from communities. Uh -huh. And that's why I say now, no mercy for them. Uh, Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you so much. Yes, we are moving to national economy, and the national economy has on its cover today China sacks Korea's protective policies, hold lessons for Nigeria. China sacks Korea's protective policies, hold lessons for Nigeria. And uh, to get more on the uh, lessons for Nigeria, so you can get a copy of uh, national economy today. I think that. Uh, oh, no, this, uh, uh, this is not a familiar terrain. No, it is. <laughs> you see, you see, you see, but they, you liken this to even this studio. Before you come into this studio, I saw a notice. What did the notice say? <laughs> that is one. But when you get into the building, before you get in here, there's something on the on the door. What did it say? Out of bounds. Even for staff. Unauthorized staff. Why did you say that? No country runs itself as, as, as an open door. People come into your house, your office, anyhow. There is no any uh, barricade and all of that. This is, you will have our own peculiar challenges. Why the one lesson I always use Asian countries as an example that Nigeria and other African countries should look up to, not the Western world. They look inward for their solution. That is one. Yeah. And when they want to solve their problem, they don't, there's no sentiment. They take decision and they hold on to it. When they want to close their border on something, they do it. Whatever anybody say, whether it's Western power, whether it is this, they because, and they have, they are consistent. They are committed to all of that. In Nigeria, somebody, a government take decision today, be within the same government. A government will, 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 will live in, how do you use that expression? Will take one decision tomorrow and tomorrow reverse itself. So, no country. We, you, what, what we have lessons to learn uh, from 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 what China and Korea and indeed Indonesia, uh, India, and Malaysia. all Malaysia, Singapore, and all these Asia countries. Nigeria need to look up to these countries 
to learn a lot of lessons so about there are lessons to be learned. And that's the cross of that is the cross. It's an important angle that I think that everybody should pick a copy of this uh, physical and monitor and all that. You don't take decision when you take it, hold on to it. You know, and you see, one thing with us in Nigeria, some leaders, when they take decision, they are afraid of being criticized. <laughs> How can you take decision? Even as a class monitor, if you are being or a class rep, you you take decision. You are afraid of being criticized. Take decision if you are sure you are taking in national interest. Let posterity judge you. That is what is important. Inside Nigeria, keeping you informed on what matters. years ago it was proposed in 2018 with an opening of its logo and other paraphernalia at the farm year show in the united uh, kingdom in 2018 but since then we have not seen anything it has been a motion without uh movement despite the fact that a lot of money has been committed to this uh project winifred and of course nigerians are asking question where well, you know is our national career well, you know that two months after the Fanfare launching, they announced that it was suspended. But well, recently, again, they told us it is on course. It's on course. But whatever yes. the case, three years after, we are not even hearing uh, uh, anything. And of course, this morning, to join us to provide insight into this uh, topical issue is a stakeholder and a member of the Nigerian Aviation uh, Roundtable, Mr. Olumide Ohwayo. Mr. Olumide Ohwayo is speaking to us live from Lagos. Good morning, Mr. Ohwayo. Good morning, everyone. Nice having me. Thank you for joining us this morning at the Leadership Podcast Studio on our breakfast show inside Nigeria. Now, let me start by asking you, is there a pride for a country like Nigeria to have a national career? And what is the implication for not having one at all? <clears throat> well, let me start by... Um, what there are only there are three conditions universally accepted for the reason of having a national career. National career over time, uh, in the beginning, was seen as a government-owned back airline. But somewhere along the line, most countries now take their flag carriers as a national carrier. What do I mean by flag carriers here? Flag any airline you designate to operate an international route for you. Of your country, and that country becomes your flag carrier. So, from that flag, your protection, your support can determine whether it carries the national carrier status. But you see, how did the national issue of national carriers uh, start? For countries that did not have an aviation, when, start, when, when they start an airline in the country to operate services, that airline automatically becomes the national carrier. So, in the teaching stage, Nigeria was also like that. We we bought the British Overseas Corporation of um, um, Airlines and turned it to Nigerian Airways. So Nigerian Airways was a national carrier of Nigeria, just as Ghana Airways and others have done. Then again, when you have another country, when you have two or three, one or two or three major carriers, and maybe the major one, the strongest one, is going down and just about to be lost, uh, 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 flights within this country are not going to be operated. You can go and buy government. Hello, Mr. Ohio. Stepping, take over the airline 
you know, and, and, and don't everything us back. So if then again, if, when when you have uh, when you look at your your uh, your, uh, your airline industry and you find that you don't have airlines that are operating services to so, to some parts of the country or to some routes that are depriving your people from moving, then again you can set up an airline. Now putting these three conditions together now. Do you, do you think that Nigeria is in that condition now? Absolutely not, because we have moved from the city stage. When we set up Nigerian Airways, there was no other airline in Nigeria. Today, we have about 10 to 12 carriers. And more applied to 23. Thereafter, do, do we have any airline that has collapsed now and is holding um, um, majority of the, um, uh, the routes and, and uh, um, employees in the Nigerian aviation industry? That's not true because the airline that, would have collapsed, that was big then was ARIC. And government stepped in with AMCOM. And AMCOM today operates ARIC and I intended to start another airline called Nigerian Eagle from that airline. Now, is there any route in Nigeria that airlines don't operate to? No, because the problem right now is not the airlines operating, it's, it's the airport facility and the government providing infrastructure and security for airlines to operate an extended period. So personally, I do not see any reason why we need to start a national carrier when we can as well invest in the carrier that we have in place. Mr. Can I continue? Uh, yes, for me. Continue. Continue. Sorry. Go ahead. I can hear you. Yes, we can Go hear ahead. you now. We can hear you. All right, so we are having that's, this that's, that's that's where it is now. So if 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 we need to start, then we should um, just allow the we should just uh, uh, invest in the carriers we have in place, and then the government uh, see see how they can uh, work on that. That's that's where I see it. All right, Mister Omayo, giving the trajectory of having a national uh, career uh, uh, over the years. Now, since Nigerian Airways went under, what would you say, or why Nigeria as a nation is having difficulty in setting up another national career many years after? Can, can, you, can you take that again? Exactly. Floating airlines. Private entities, floating airlines. I'm having an issue with hearing now. Technical issue with the connection with Mr. Olumide of Hawaii. Okay. Mr. Olumide of Can you take that now? Member of the Nigerian Aviation Roundtable. Can you hear me now, sir? Wow. Hello? All right, Winifred, is it not surprising? I can barely hear you. A country which prides itself as giant of Africa, Africa. like Nigeria is having uh, challenges with mean, setting up a national career. And like you just pointed out, uh, states within the federation, having private the entities, uh, floating, you know, uh, airlines. airlines. Maybe yes. corruption, bureaucratic bottleneck, you know policy somersault could be responsible for this. Corruption is the pain of it, has always been the pain of it. Development, anywhere, 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 especially also in Nigeria. That uh, you know, in, at the height of black uh, or globe, Nigeria Airways had so much uh, properties. It was so it was the, well, of the, it was the whole of Africa. Of course, <laughs> the, 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 the And you know that countries us. like Ethiopia, they 
their revenue is from their alien Ethiopian egg. You know, it's what they depend on. No and oil. Just, and they don't, yes, they don't have oil. And it's a country that I've been to several times. And you know, their airlines work according to according to time. It's so efficiently run. And it's a wonder that Nigeria, the, as uh, called it, the giant of Africa, up to now has no airline. Well, let's reconnect with Mr. Olumide Ohwai. Mr. Olumide. All right, our technical team are still trying to fix that uh, connection with Mr. Olumide Ohwai, a member of the Nigerian Aviation Roundtable. He has been speaking with us live from Lagos on Inside Nigeria this morning. So I remember in 2019, uh, at the tail end of the President Muhammadu Buhari's first tenure in office, the then Minister of Transportation, who is still Minister of Transportation now, but then when it was Minister of Transportation, Transportation Ministry then comprised aviation. But now in the second tenure, it has been uh, separated. So what did I mention then told Nigerians that, well, why the federal government suspended the Nigerian Air Project? at that time was that members of the Federal Executive Council were divided as to the modalities of setting up the project. Because at conception, what the federal government said was they would want a situation where private investors will have 95% yes. yes. states, yes. while federal government we have only 5%. Yes. And some people are saying, no, it cannot work that way. You call it a national career. Mm. Why would it be that federal government will own the minority state, while the private interest will own the majority state? Well, we don't know what they are still talking about as we speak and we don't know why the project is on hold. Let's see if you can reconnect to Mr. Olumide to provide insight. Okay, we are still having uh, challenges with uh, the connection. So, you can see mm. policy somersaults, bureaucratic bottlenecks have been, uh, yes, have been at the heart of these uh, uh, challenges. And I think as a nation we should be disturbed that as a giant of Africa, we don't have a national and, area. And I think for that, that maybe just maybe the heart of the federal government is not really need. Look at the uh, Petroleum Industry Act that was passed, that was assented to, sorry, few days ago. Few days, and already a steering committee has already been set up. To put it in action. To put, you know, exactly. set up to put That's another action. important you understand? So That's you can see that, point. yes, because the federal government heart is in this PIA. It's no. not leaving any stone or turn. Really fair. The federal government, government, as you say, is not really interested. How do we justify the huge amount of money the same federal government spent, spent to design the logo to do unveil of the Nigerian here at the Farm Bureau here show in London? The money then that was uh, spent designing that logo was also it's an outcry then that so, how could the federal government have spent so much just to design a logo? Outcry <coughs> amongst Nigerians. All right, it's like Mr. Olumide Ohwayo is back with us. Mr. Olumide Ohwayo is a member of the Nigerian Aviation round table he has been speaking with us this morning from his base in lagos he's providing insight on the nigerian air project mr Olumide are you with us all right so let me go back to the question i asked before the uh you you went off i i asked that what would you say are the problem or challenges for a country like nigeria to be able not to set up a national career many years after the nigerian airways went under Hello, Mr. Olumide. Are you oh, hearing us? We're still having uh, challenges with the connection over there. Yeah. 
So we should be stopped. Honestly speaking, even though we are not uh, aviation experts, that's why we invited people like Mr. Olumide Omario to, to provide a, to provide a insight. But for me personally, as a layman, as an ordinary Nigerian on the street, I think I should be disturbed if, as a firstborn of the family, I am not, you know, taking up responsibility. I am not displaying some uh, features I'm supposed to display, given my my my, my status. It's, yes, it's uh, actually a call for concern because you see that most other developed countries, even countries that are not so developed, like I mentioned earlier, Ethiopia, they have their own national island and they are living far from it. Kenya. So Nigeria shouldn't be an exception. We even smaller countries country like Rwanda. Exactly. Rwanda. We have uh, Rwanda. So it's really a cause for concern. And uh, I sincerely hope that the federal government will just uh, beam the searchlights on this uh, sector, this viable sector. and. And do something, set up our own career because there's nothing wrong with it. British Airways has been there for years. You know how, ah. much, how much British Airways is sweeping up from Nigeria. That's an institution. We always want to go to the UK. That's an institution. Slight opportunity. Uh, will it be Mr. Olumide? back. Mr. Olumide, how are you? Can you hear us now? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Uh, that's just him. That's the problem. We've been speaking to Mr. Olumide, how are you? A member of the Nigerian Aviation Roundtable. And of course, this morning, He's providing insights on the Nigerian Air project on the Inside Nigerian show. So I asked you, what would you say are the challenges for Nigeria as a country not to be able to set up a national career many years after the Nigerian Airways went under? I, I, let, 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 me, let me let me before I take on that. Let me just uh, reply the the lady. Um, I heard her talking about. Uh, and you went talking about the Rwanda Airways. Rwanda has a national carrier. It has a national carrier. Those two countries have only one airline, and those airlines are the ones you see. We already have about twelve airlines operating. What we do not have is a strong carrier on international routes to represent us. And you you can you can do this by building, supporting the ones you have, rather than start afresh. And that's why you see after after the logo was 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 what was was split for all of us at the Pambro, and it was brought back. The government stepped down the project, and then after came the pandemic. From the pandemic, money that was that was meant for for for, for the industry uh, and uh, to, to ensure that uh, employees were retained their job was almost being uh, invested in, uh, in in this new career projects. But when there was an outcry that that money is for the living and not for the unborn, and as of today, that the federal government have not released the, 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 the remaining uh, part of that ability for the industry because that that money was was, was, was put down for, for a career that was not in existence. So I think our emphasis now is how to strengthen the ones we have. We still have about five to six airlines who are applying to join the market. We are looking about going to have about sixteen airlines in Nigeria, but we don't need up to sixteen airlines. We don't need more than seven. Six, seven, eight. Strong airlines. Because why are you having airlines with two or three aircrafts? So what we need to build strong airlines. How about five to six, six, uh, six, six, six to seven? Three of them on the international route. Why do you stay on the domestic route? And from there, you can your national carrier come from your flag carrier. Your flag carrier becomes your national carrier when you give them support. The British Airways you, you, you've mentioned does not belong to the British government, but it's strongly backed. You cannot touch British Airways anywhere in the world. The British government will come out. Will come after you. But it's not owned by the British government. It's owned by investors. Even not the major shareholder I see is a Spanish group. So it's the support that is needed. And once you get the support, your airlines will, will blossom. 
You support, you provide infrastructure. But that's not what we have here. Winifred, Mr. Omar, you have actually corroborated what you said earlier, that the federal government might not even be interested in the project of Nigeria here having an issue. Mm. So it means it's a kind of a job for the boys, because if you are not interested in the project, why will you commit a good sum of money to start the project you cannot uh, uh, finish? So even corroborated finish. what you said, that the, the, the sector is not being supported, it's not being helped out, not being bailed out, you know, against the backdrop of the COVID-19 uh, uh, pandemic. No bailout, no support for that. So that shows that uh, it's understood that the government is not serious, let alone to set up entirely a new uh, 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 airline to be a national uh, uh, flight. But Mr. Oduayo, Mr. Oduayo, yep. let me ask again. The modalities rolled out by the federal government, the issue of having a 5% equity stake in the project, while the private sector will contribute the rest of the 95% has been an issue. What is your take on yes. this? Look, um, this government is spending eight years. We are in the seventh year right now. Let's face the fact, we are in the seventh year. By May 2023, they are out. Which, so which airline will they bring out now? They'll be able to consolidate, prepare itself and be on ground and, uh, and have that strength by future, uh, for, the, for the next one year. What they're just going to do is just to push us into another, uh, another round of suffering. Now, when you take 5% and say 5% belong to the government, the 95% will not go to investors, private investors. Now, so these private investors will not have protection, will not have more leverage than other airline investors in the country. Is that what you want, you want to do? And you don't expect them to be sabotaged? You know what happened in Virgin Nigeria? When they were being protected and, 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 and the main investors, investors were other Nigerians and other, other, other airline investors. We are all investors in this situation. Why should there be protection for all? We should all be treated fairly. So for me, I think we just we, want, we just want to they just want to take this money and say yes. I, I said I was going to do it. I do do a national carrier. I will be a national carrier. Before I go. Let's talk what happened to that airline. Let's talk what happened to the industry. We do not need that airline from the from the from the government. If the, if the government are insisting on having an airline, Amcon already has Arikan Aero. Go and invest in those two carriers and build a national carrier from there. Amcon, in order to to take the pains away of maybe the past ownership and get started a new airline, the giant eagle. I'm coming is owned by the federal government. The federal minister of aviation, who's eager to launch a logo, who has long launched a logo, who is eager to start a national country, should work with Amcom and, and, and develop that airline. Let us start afresh. So this is not about this, the time the time frame left is too short for them because we wanted the process the AOS and other and other artists required, they would have been knocking on the main elections. And what but, but I can tell you from mid from May next year, they'll all be pressing elections. And they'll just throw, throw us and throw us some set of liabilities for the next government and the next generation of Nigerians. Okay, so leave this national career project, invest in airlines that already existing, and use that to build the industry. What the what we have so many airlines in place. What they need now is more investors, support, support, enable environment and infrastructure. Do all this in place and sell the airline. We also from there. What we have is we, we have a, 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 an airline applies. I want to operate into London. Then he goes into London. They are giving. They, he has he has pick up. He has his bit of bottlenecks from from service providers in England, from the British government, and we all leave the airline to suck himself without putting pressure from the government. That would not work. The airlines will not survive that way. You must put your foot on the ground. You must back it up. Once an airline leaves Nigeria, it's scanning your flight. It must get the necessary support in, in landing in the, the, the airport facility. Whatever it needs, you must support. You must put your voice to it. 
And the way you put in the voice is that you, 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 you resume because whatever gesture is given to that airline, to their own airline down here. But what happened? Our airlines because come here, we don't own it, so we have nothing to, to do with them. But that is not true. Once you designate an airline, you must give that airline support, all the support that is needed. Wilfred, Mr. Moore, you actually preempted your next question. Okay. You already said <laughs> this Nigerian Air Project is not achievable by 2023 as promised by the Buhari administration. And he's suggesting that instead of the money being wasted, it should be committed to support the existing structure and boost the aviation uh, sector. So I think uh, he should finally should tell us whether uh, there is a need for us to look into why the Nigerian Air Project failed in the yeah, first place exactly. and people responsible should be made to account for posterity. Yeah, but, uh, I, uh, anyway, I, for me, I think the, 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 so far the money that has been spent has just been the money for the for the for the logo, uh, the unveiling, the, which was, it was not even unveiled in Nigeria. Where it was supposed to, it was supposed to be a national car, but it was unveiled in London and not in Nigeria. Then also uh, the money that has been proposed from uh, from from the from the, from the um, palliative funds out of the twenty-seven billion, they've given five billion palliatives to the industry. Twenty-two has been held back, I, I, and they were, it was supposed to be a mark for the Nigerian Air Project. Now the, the minister said he's going to start the project all over again, which I do not see any reason why. I don't see any reason for him to go into that project again. But what what he should do, which is whatever money he has now, should invest it and call on invest in the Nigeria, or better still, invest in the airport infrastructure, improve the structure and improve the regulations so that airlines can flourish. Then we should change our, 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 our political policy. We should support the carriers that go. That is, if we have national interest at heart and not self interest and not ego. There will be no reason starting national carrier. Ghana have had the national carrier and they've all gone down. From Ghana Airways to Ghana Air to, 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 to Ghana National. These airlines have gone down. I have had the national carrier three times, changing the name from Cameroon Airlines to come to come to come air. The airline, this airline has gone down. So it's not about government having a flag. You can have a flag, but you must not you should not necessarily own it. And you have so many airlines coming in, those already operating. Let us encourage investors. When you, when you when you encourage investors, when you when you when you keep an enabling environment, when you improve the uh, uh, condition of service, when you encourage uh, foreign direct investment, when you improve the value of your foreign of your currency to the, right. to, 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 to the, to the, for, the for foreign currency, which is the mainstay of, of aviation, then you will see investors in your industry. Many thanks to you, Mr. Olumide Ohwayo, for your invaluable Thank you for having insights this morning thank you for having on me. the Nigerian Air project. We thank you for joining us this morning. From Lagos, Mr. Olu Mite Omwayo is a member of the Nigerian Aviation Roundtable. You can see, Winifred, a lot of yes. things are happening inside they Nigeria. Are, they are, they are. I just hope uh, the federal government will put its right and uh, look into limits like the satellites into the aviation sector and set its right. Because uh, aviation is one of the reflection of our image. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, listen, I'll be, uh, thank you for. Uh, being with us from uh, 10 o'clock to this uh, moment. This is where we are wrapping up the show. Be with us tomorrow for the last edition of Inside Nigeria for the week. It will be a bump hour. Winifred? Promises to be. Keep a date with us tomorrow. All right. My name remains Bodibadibo. Bye for now. This program is brought to you by Leadership Podcast from the stable of Leadership Media Group.